Hi everyone and welcome to Anime Nation. Today we're talking about the most important pieces of anime ever made, the masterpiece, Neon Genesis Evangelion. If you're watching this on YouTube, give us a like and subscribe to help us and see more great content like the Marvel Mondays Initiative, the penultimate game show, and my show, Anime Nation. Also, remember, if you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime. It gives you one free Twitch subscription a month. So give us that sub if you don't feel like it. If you missed out any of this week's content, check our website, www.thepenultimateconcast.com. Check out our VODs, and even see if the schedule for the rest of the month, which is finally updated. It was for a little while. For those of you who don't know, my name is Ryan, the Anime King, the host of Anime Nation. And I got some lovely people here to talk Evangelion with. First off, we got my boy, the host of Large Popcorn and Marvel Mondays, Christian. How's it going, Christian? Love that you said WWW because it takes me back to like the early 2000s, late 90s, which is perfect for today's Evangelion discussion. It feels right. It feels right. Mm -hmm. Second, we got Kale from Kale Rider on Twitch. How's it going, Kale? Good. Number one Evangelion American fan here. Number one, bold, bold. Yes. <laughs> All right. And uh, we've got some light housekeeping to get up to before we can uh, move on here. Oh, we got, got a bunch of shows for this week. We Tomorrow we got Cross Media. I believe they're doing a Netflix movie review. I'm not sure what movie. Third, we got Penultimate Game Show. It's a big one. We are going to be talking about 12 Minutes. And all the news coming out of Gamescom and that wonderful Xbox press conference today. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, all of that sweet news. Plus, Bungie's showcase of the Witch Queen. And with that, we jump into the main topic of this, which is uh, going to start... This is a almost a dual header here. We got a double feature somewhat, which is, first off, I just want to talk about Evangelion for a little bit, and then we can get into... The finale of it all, 27 years in the making, Evangelion 3.0 plus one thrice upon time. All right. And with that, let's go. Uh, General uh, Eva, Evangelion. Uh, Christian, what is your history of this show? Is it something you've recently gone into or is this something you remember? Yeah, dude, I was a, a late bloomer to being an Evangelion fan. I think when, when Netflix got the rights is when I like first was aware of it as a show. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't wasn't able to watch it until like I was wrapping up my master's degree and I just needed something to like I need like a cool anime to watch, you know, something to like decompress mm -hmm. with, which I thought I was getting with Evangelion. And then like, no. you know, we get we get to the episodes 25 and 26 and it takes that turn. But like I, I hated it at first. And then as you know, you go into End of Ava and, and into the mm -hmm. rebuilds, like I realized that I actually really love this anime. All right. Now that. Okay, so you got in around the Netflix era. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. And Kale, what about you? Um, I had known about it for a long time. I never actually watched it until it came to Netflix, but like my friends had talked about it and like uh what do I can't there's like some Facebook posting where my friend was describing something and someone on there was like, This is like uh this sounds like Evangelion and then and then the dude's like, No, it's a Christian thing, not a devil thing. And I was just like, just ever since then, I've been uh, like, it's always been in the back of my mind. But as soon as like when Netflix was like, hey, we're going to we have the rights to it and it's coming out in like a like in a year when they released that trailer. 
uh, the first day I went up, I immediately watched the whole thing and uh, the end and was like, was like, oh my God, this is one of the most beautiful pieces of art. And ever since then, I've watched it like thousands of times. And just recently, I bought the fucking three hundred dollar uh, Blu-ray. Hey, me too. I also got it. Nice. <laughs> I snagged it. It's, uh, it's sold out. So we're the lucky ones. Yeah, truly. Uh, for me, Ava was something I got into. God, let's see here. Freshman year. Oh God, like a decade ago. Uh, when I was a freshman in high school, I found the old DVD uh, release of it at my local like throwaway bookstore and like media store. Um. And I was like, yeah, I'll buy all of this for $17. It's cheap. Which, oh, yeah. Back then, the DVDs collection was worth like 500 bucks. People just wanted the DVDs. It was yeah. the only way to watch it uh, legally. So I watched it, and I remember being like, okay, I get this. I understand this. It's typical big robots. I've watched other Gainax shows. It's very similar to them, all that kind of thing. And then it just... It puts you into this sense of nice, soft uh, security with, like, I've seen big robots. I've seen this. And then it just slowly breaks down everything you find comfortable within that into just a pure, shallow shell. Which is also beautiful, but a very different thing than what I was expecting. And uh, with some of the kale over here, I also have uh, now seen it... I've bunch of times the movies all that and i came out with thinking at the end of it, i remember seeing that after watching the end of ava and being oh this is i get this now i get why this is held in the highest of regards in this medium it is one of the um pillars of it and it created and changed this whole media for back in the 90s for well, what it is today through the way it did its animation to waifuism to everything, it affected this whole industry and the way it works. Mommy Misato, the original waifu. Masato, old. Bold. Respectable, <laughs> but bold. That's a respectable yeah. choice. No, my, my actual waifu is Ritsuko, but that's a, that's a different discussion. Ooh. <laughs> Underrated. I'll give you that one. Really? Uh, uh, I need what's you. that? Uh, now that we have a little bit of our history of Ava, which I'm, I'm glad to hear we all have different histories with it and everything, it makes more interesting of a conversation. Uh, I want to move into the thoughts on movies as a whole versus the show. Do you prefer watching Ava as four movies or 24 episodes and uh, two, uh, two, one movie? Or do you see it as one whole piece of art that takes everything to make it all worth it? Uh, Christian, I'm going to start with you. Yeah, I think you said it perfectly at the end. Because honestly, I see the rebuilds not as a retelling of the story, but as a sequel to the original. Both, I mean, both the mm-hmm. the original series and End of mm-hmm. Ava, right? Because, I mean, we get, spoilers, we'll get that in, into our actual discussion. But, like, it's suggested that those things are canon. They have happened. And they, they will, mm-hmm. yeah, there's, there's loops. Anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't think the the rebuilds would be as good without the shows, right? Mm-hmm. H- how do you feel, Callum? Uh, well, up until a week ago, when this thing came out, I would I would have said just watch the show because the because especially with like part three in the movies, like it was like it just it was this weird tangent. I felt like like the the first movie is the first six episodes of Ava, 
So like, I was like, just watch that and then watch the rest of the series. But like, I, I kind of prefer like the way I was watching it recently was I would just watch pretty much the last three episodes and then watch the end. Uh, but like I, I, I did prefer, I, and I still prefer the series over just the movies, but I think to get the full picture, you need to watch the whole thing because the, I mean, spoilers, the way it sort of ties everything out towards the end of this is I was like, Oh, this is, I really enjoyed going to the ending, like sticking through everything. I I am also uh, there to agree with you guys. I think, the best way to watch it, I do believe, though, is in order of uh show into watch everything of the show, even even its ending into end of Ava, into the rebuilds. I know some people like to sneak end of Ava in at where it's canonically supposed to be, which is like episode twenty four, right after Kairu. No, you gotta suffer through twenty five and twenty six. I personally yeah. like twenty five and twenty six. I, I like. I mean, what he's trying to say. Yeah, the the I mean, probably like the real way to watch it is you watch twenty four, then you watch the first half of the end to where the credits are in the middle of the fucking movie, and then you watch those two episodes, and then you finish it. Yeah, but, yeah, because because the end of Ava like takes place before most of the or the first half at least takes place before any of the last two episodes even mm-hmm. happen. Because mm, it true. technically is supposed to be happening within when. Spoilers, Shinji gets inside of the eye of vagina. Oh, oh yeah, uh, that's right. Before we uh, go any farther, this is a full spoilers episode. Everything, yeah. nothing is on the table. We can talk full spoilers on everything and anything. There's um, no way yeah. to talk. And we're talking Evangelion, so nothing is going to make sense in or out of context. So it's fine. Yeah. Until you watch it, you just be like, oh, that's what that thing was. That's what eye of vagina means. Can I ask, um, the first time you guys saw Evangelion, uh, the, the TV show, did you like that ending? Because I, I, it took me a long time to actually appreciate what Anna was actually trying to do. Oh, I, I loved it. Like, like I, I loved the final episodes. And then, I mean, being fortunate enough to watch in 2019 to where you can watch those final episodes, be like, oh, this is actually pretty beautiful, but know that that's not the finale, like that there's something else coming afterwards. Just being like, oh, like I, I see what he went through and like everything that was happening. But at least, thank God, it's not the ending. Uh, for me, I was, let's say, not in a great headspace when I first watched Ava. So I very much enjoyed the last couple episodes for what the message he was trying to say and everything. Which uh, then he completely uh, counterspoke when he did end of Ava because that was a very angry <laughs> Anno who was pissed and uh on watch everything burn and with that i think we get to the biggest topic we have today which is the true ending of all of this 27 years on has worked on his magnum opus which is evangelion and he ended it with evangelion 3.0 plus one uh basic thoughts on the movie as a as an ending christian Dude, I, I loved it. I had my issues with the rebuilds, like I'm sure a lot of people did. Like for me, like two and three specifically got leaned for leaned too much into kind of like the action mech genre of the show. Three mm-hmm. was just like a departure. And I kind of missed some of the like 
uh, focus on trauma. Like Misato, oh, Misato wasn't in it as much as I wanted to. Asuka was like barely in it. There's Mari, who's like, who the fuck is Mari? What are you doing here? You... Uh, but then like you get to the actual ending and, and he starts to bring in those elements again and we start to see like the humanity and a lot of these characters fucking Toji's like back in, in it yeah. and they have this community and you realize like how fucking beautiful this movie actually is and like Shinji is actually growing as a person. There's character development with Gendo and it's it's fucking awesome, dude. Like I almost cried about like two or three times watching it. I loved it. it for me, it was one of those things. First off, um... Two and three, in my opinion, are... Two is okay. I like two. I like at least the end of two, where the mm. third impact happens. I think that's really interesting. And everyone pushing Shinji to be like, do what you want to do for yourself, save Ray if you have to, all that kind of thing. I like that. Three is a horrible movie. I hate three. I'm glad it's the shortest one out of them. I rewatched all of them yesterday. Uh, in order, I was like... I want to see if I all right because I didn't I didn't watch any of the um, rebuild movies going up to the release of three. I just remembered them. It's like I should probably watch them all in oh, order yeah, at I least didn't... once. Yeah. And um, no, I I I love this the opening itself in this movie of it being very just slow and methodical and just. An hour of peaceful character building on a farmland in this quiet, cranked village. It's very different from anything the show's ever done. It's it's actual character development. It is just, you get to see the world has healed, and the world, no matter what, will always try, humanity will always try to strive and survive. And that's great to see, and I think the character that, for me was always one I've had problems with that they fixed a lot of in Rebuild, which is Ray. In the original, I couldn't stand Ray. I hated Ray. Fuck, you're the worst character in the whole show. In Rebuild, that's one of the things where I'm like, you actually really improve this, is Ray as a character. And especially the doubles of Ray, uh, learning humanity through farming and stuff, I thought was super interesting and just mm -hmm. a great way to have Shinji have to understand all those things and through having to be forced to see it through childlike eyes like she was to get him to actually be able to move forward and get up mm -hmm. uh what about you kale what did you think of this as an ending uh well real quick on that ray stuff like mm -hmm. I, I like that uh ano sort of like leaned into her being sort of motherly love throughout this whole new rebuild where she is kind of weird what her position well because you know, no nobody knew that Ray was supposed to be Shinji, based on Shinji's mom. Mm -hmm. but like just just like basically her being that maternal love through like as a thing through the whole thing, like trying to get her and her father back or Shinji and his father back together, yeah. like mm. have them have a relationship is like I think this very beautiful thing and sort of leaning into which is like a good thing that they could do in the rebuild, which is that and then sort of her being the motivation for him to come back because her sort of sacrificing herself and like they even say that like were you trying to teach Shinji loss of his mother again the way you lost uh yui mm -hmm. and i was like that that was beautiful to me but the this ending like it's for me it's like it shows how sort of ano has matured since the end of the other series where basically the focal point of the end was shinji in the end of evangelion and he brought about the third impact 
where it's like this one is it's very much like realizing that you know like him sort of becoming the father and being the focal point is him and sort of realizing that like he not not only was the father figure had as much abuse and trauma and was very much like Shinji too but like since he was just sort of passing on his abuse and trauma to his child like not not really realizing that like no like I I liked being isolated and alone and just you know sort of like forcing his son to be isolated and alone like I, I really thought that was a good ending and then other parts where it's just like finally him and Yui uh becoming like surviving together and sort of like because because at the end of evangelion she like yui goes on to live forever in the eva and so he so gendo doesn't ever reunite with yui like his goal was in doing the human instrumentality and so and finally in this one where he's just like no they need to be together like Mm -hmm. his whole trauma and pain is just based on him missing her and like the fact that we he went through all this stuff just to never even see her again. It was kind of a, I feel like he thinks it was kind of a mistake. So I I love that. And then sort of also giving, giving all the characters a happy ending. Like Asuka goes in her 12 year old, in her 14 year old body. Yeah. It's to be with the Kensuke. And then, uh, and then, and then uh, even like giving Kaoru, a much much more character developed and needed huh. screen time which Karu's like one of my favorite secret Ava characters because he's like not really around that much in both that was something that I did appreciate versions. about the rebuild movies is their use of Kairu from like you mm-hmm. see him from the the I believe the end credits of one yep. is him waking up on the moon mm-hmm. which yeah. I loved everything with him being just in space among the stars, all that. With the, uh, what was that angel? That nine? Uh, no, it was Ava Unit Six. Yeah, it's six. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And all that, his usage throughout the whole thing has always been great. I I think it really he got an ending that I felt was worthy. I there's not a character who didn't get an ending where I was like. I wish you did this better. I'm glad that Asuka and Shinji were both like, we liked each other in the past, all that, and they could let all that just go behind them. All that. Yeah. But like, and then like just shedding the toxicity of that relationship, which like in, in the end of Evangelion, just like, like there, like there's so much like, like you can see how toxic the relationship is through, Shinji's eyes and then but he still goes back to her in the end. Like to choke it, her it out. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it, it's sort of like he wants to kill that relationship, but there's too much baggage there already. Mm-hmm. So like the finally being like being like it's not like it's it's just like we're like us together is toxic and like at the end we hate each other, but we should be able to live the lives we want freely away from each other. Mm-hmm. And that's something I liked about this one is that they both like, yeah, this is not good. We shouldn't do this, all that. But they were able to finally clear the air on everything and could go amongst their lives. Mm -hmm. Even a character who I was never the biggest fan of them adding, which is Murray, um, got actual... I understand why she was there now this entire time. I get what that character is meant to be and why and the use of her. 
throughout yeah. the rebuild movies. Because in actually up until this one, I didn't really see a purpose for her mm-hmm. other than adding to fill in a spot in the waifu hole that they had going. Because that's what I originally thought was like, all right, that's what they're going to do with her. They added a new character. Okay. And then I could see her kind of, she always had a past that we kind of got alluded to in the other ones, but this one finally said she is a, I'm cursed by the Avas because I'm guessing she's one of the original pilots. If I had to make a guess, because she's seen in that photo with Shinji's dad and the other Shinji's mom, dad, and got uh, the guy who hangs out with Shinji's dad. Why can't I think of his name? Suki. Yeah. Yeah. To where I'm like, are you as old as them? Are you a clone? I'm still not sure. Well, I think everybody except for Shinji is probably a clone who's an Ava pilot, it sounds like. Yeah. And uh, that's at least in the rebuild. I like that we got that with Asuka, where it showed all the Asukas just slowly fading off of that board till there's only one. Yeah. The closest thing I could satisfy Mari to was mm-hmm. um, like uh, a kidding their like Shinji and, and Mari's like relationship or like grow, soon to be growing relationship to be mm-hmm. kind of similar to what Gendo's and Yui's was, which was Gendo was like this reclusive dude who preferred to be alone, much like Shinji does. And then Yui mm-hmm. comes into Gendo's life um, all of a sudden and, and he has to start paying attention to other people the same way i don't know mari just kind of drops in from the sky into Mm -hmm. shinji's lap and he has to confront those same issues that's the that's Mm -hmm. was the closest reading i could do as to why mari was in it um well and and then there's also uh the uh was it ritsuko's mom talks about the personas of a woman where it's like as a lover a worker and a mother and like ray is the mother Asuka is the worker because she's the best pilot. And then so mm-hmm. like the, there's always that third missing one, which mm-hmm. which because uh, was it Misato and Ray were sort of they were both the mother characters throughout the whole series. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Ray tries to be tries to be the lover of Shinji, but ends up being a better mother. Asuka is also uh, trying to be like in, in the original. She was sort of like she's trying to be the best in the world, but sort of fails and then becomes the lover. But in this one, she becomes the best pilot. and then. Uh, and then Mari just like talks about how much she loves the smell of Shinji throughout the whole thing. And she's very, she's very nice and affectionate towards him through the whole series. Like everybody else sort of hates her or Ray just like, you can never, well, you can't ever like pin down the feelings of Ray because she essentially is a robot through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. No, I definitely, I think at least in my opinion that she was, the last step in uh, Shinji saw that uh, needed to grow up. He grew up where he could finally have a more adult relationship with a woman. Mm-hmm. And that's what I feel like her purpose was, was that she's there for that he can finally um, not be a little bitch and have an adult relationship. A cuck. He's yeah, finally pretty happy. Much. Yeah, so he can. Yeah. It's his happiness now. He can have a good yeah. relationship in a world where is it all world? Is it a world without Ava's? What? What? Where do we call uh, the ending? I mean, it was a, the yeah. last shot was fucking live action, so I guess. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I love so I love that last shot by the way because it's it's live action, but all the people are animated. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. You walk over it to the took bench, me a then minute. You Mari and Shinji run away. Yeah. It took me a second where I was like, is everybody animated, but the background is a, a real photo? And I'm yeah. like, okay, that's what it is. Because I'm like, this looks whack to my eyeballs. It, I mean, it, yeah, it, it was so uncanny valley. If we're being real, that ending is just Ano saying like, fuck off, I'm done. Like, this is it. This is the actual yeah. ending. No, yeah. No well, more Ava. That and then, and then more like, because in the end, he's like, he's like, you know, when he says goodbye to his mom, he's like, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to learn the same lesson over and over again. Like, keep getting hurt. And mm-hmm. so like, this is like, like, that is just like, the end is like one of many of a cycle, mm-hmm. apparently, where he keeps learning the same lesson. And now this one is like, he finally learned his lesson. Like, he learned that. I should open myself up and in doing so the world is back to normal and he has, he's finally been able to fall in love with somebody uh, because he's, he's finally learned. Uh, I, he's finally learned what it's to be human. I love the shot of them killing every one of the Avas just in order down the line. It's like, there are no more Avas in this world and each unit just gets destroyed. Oh, when they're like stabbing them. I think yeah, stabbing when they're all right? stabbing yeah. themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's a great thing for just. I, I I agree with you. It's Ano saying, "I have worked tirelessly on this. I've tried to end this two other times, and both with uh, different values to them." Is uh, the best way to put it. The original ending is something. Uh, the end of Ava uh, does have my favorite fight scene in all of anime, which is Oscar versus the man-made angels. That is an amazing fight scene, and uh, this one has. I think the uh, my personal favorite of all the endings, which is them fighting through every single spot that was a key place in Shinji's life. And it being a vintage Godzilla style set. The mm-hmm. minute I realized it was a uh, Power Rangers or Godzilla set, I was like, OK. Oh, yeah. That's, That's right. Just- I forgot about that. Yeah, and and it, it was all on a soundstage. I mean, they'd break through yeah. walls and it'd go to another room, and it's all that. Yeah, which I, is a thing from uh, one of the I don't know if it was the end or the death and rebirth it, where they start they started doing that stuff, and I was like, this is awesome. They should do more of this. But, it was death and rebirth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, and I thought that was amazing. And like to your to your point, like that's the thing about Evangelion is that. It, no matter what ending you pick as your favorite, they're all still valid in some way. Because mm-hmm. that came from like Ano's feelings about how he felt in that time, and mm-hmm. like it, it's valid for people if, if that's your interpretation at that point in your life. Like that's if you that's what you take away from that's totally okay. But I think um, him working towards like this more hopeful, beautiful ending about what life actually is, I think is is worth that struggle of going through the show and the movies, mm-hmm. and which yeah. kind of goes back to one of the, I think my favorite moments in the in the movie. Uh, 3.0 plus 1.0 is when like Shinji is like finally speaking again um, but he's not quite himself yet or not himself he's not quite like over it he's kind of asking like why like I, I keep you know fucking these things up you know they, I, I get Neva I, I make things worth, worse you tell me not to get into it I get into it I cause a third impact and Asuka's like we're with you because we like you and like that's like kind of like that switch that happens in Shindy where mm-hmm. like he has like some sort of self acceptance. It's like such a beautiful scene. I love it. Oh, and then for the later to oh when Ray blows up, dude, I gasped and I got up out of my uh, my couch. I fucking lost it. Oh my god! When Ray when she can't live out when she's 
wasn't built to live outside nerve yeah and yeah just go i was not prepared for that one i was like i don't remember what happens but i remember it not being good i like i'm pretty sure you just turn into goo like everyone lcl or whatever it's called mm-hmm. lcl yeah well then in the end she's just literally her bones are falling apart and her arm falls off yeah. at one point there was a character I never thought would ever get more than I am mean dad who wants a uh, wife back. Uh, Gendo. Gendo getting character development in the third final movie Insane. was amazing. I was I never thought Gendo would get any character development in the entirety of watching Ava. I thought he was always just going to be one of the keep pushes to make Shinji a better character and all this. Not a kicked on himself but more a pillar for things to happen from and for yeah, him to exactly the, the the whole train sequence where you're learning about his life and seeing things through his eyes and all that it fucking hits it hits hard and mm-hmm. you're like I, I i can't agree with what you've done but i understand why you've done it he's like, almost I, redeemed he he is almost redeemed yeah almost he, because he's like, oh, he essentially like, what, like sacrifices himself? He stays in there to let Shinji uh, change Shinji's the world? grabs him and then stabs through him. And he, her. Yeah. So he yeah. still wanted his plan to work, but Shinji's mom was like, you well, said you wanted us to be together. I don't together. think that's true. Yeah. I, I think well, that would no, only happen if we... Uh, well, Gendo's whole plan was, like, he says, like, I'm going to go kill a god, which is, which is Yui from the end mm-hmm. of Evangelion. Where she becomes a god and like like my whole theory is like the only reason he wanted to do that again and go through all of that is because when he died he actually missed yui and like there's still this lingering feeling and when she died again in the rebuild he's just like it was even more worse because he knows like he knows what's coming like he knows he's not going to be able to ever see her again so his whole motivation was just to see her again like he just wanted that one instead more time. of yeah in- instead of like which the the show is about you know everybody sort of becoming one and like there's no need for us to be afraid of each other and like fear because we're all the same being where it's this one he's just like nah fuck everybody i just want to be with yui oh for well that's valid because i do agree that's totally gendo's like goal Mm -hmm. for sure but i think there's like a small switch in the end when he's like going through essentially what shinji has to go through in end of eva and in the show which is like let's analyze yourself in in this weird fucking trippy scene right and Mm -hmm. where gendo's going through it and he actually has the same hopeful ending that like shinji eventually has is he realizes that he can find happiness like he can find yui within shinji mm-hmm. like you can be a fucking dad and love your son and like that causes that switch for him i think yeah like him coming back to like the moment where he left him and then sort of walking away and being like being like i thought this was the only way to redemption was to abandon my child and being like no you should have been there for him and then yeah and also in the end of evangelion he is the only person who doesn't get uh to be part of the human instrumentality project he's the one who only one who actually dies at the end yeah so, like, this is the first time he's had to confront that because, like, in in the uh, in the final two episodes, there's it, it goes through Ray, Shinji, Asuka, and uh-huh. Miss Masato. So it's sort of assumed that everybody has to go through their own trial to break down the walls and become one. Wow. 
Congratulations, Zeph. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, for me, uh, a question I have for you guys is because uh, I couldn't figure out why was Gendo did Gendo just surpass human form, and that's yes. why yes. he okay, so he just went beyond. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's what the key of Nebuchadnezzar. It was uh, okay. he he that's what that he means. shed the he shed the bonds of his humanity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By so putting like, the key of Nebuchadnezzar in him, which is a human exoskeleton, or Mm-hmm. that or endocrine system sorry rather god that that's one of my other favorite things of ava is that it is this deep philosophical uh product and um media but it also has some of the most complex and deep sci-fi lore to it out of anything i've ever watched where they saying they fought out the systems for how these fucking robots and everything work and down to the T to everything was all thought out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, for a show about what this is, that's very impressive. They also kept up with not just that, but also the all the scientific um, shit you put into this. Like AT fields and everything that goes along with the AVAs and everything. One thing yeah. I wanted to bring... Oh, sorry, go ahead, Kale. Oh no, I, I was just agreeing. One yeah, thing I wanted to to bring up that I forgot to talk about was um, I mentioned it earlier because I, I think the show mm-hmm. is like mostly like a meditation on trauma in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, for them, for Anna to bring that back with Misato in the last one, with essentially being a a, a self fulfilling prophecy, and by that I mean. Like her dad was not a good, per- like a, a pretty sh- shitty parent in in the show, yeah. and Misato is doing the exact same thing to her own child. She has a kid now yeah. in the rebuild, mm-hmm. but she's doing it to save him. But is also like kind of this mother figure to Shinji. Well, uh-huh. Yeah, and but doing the same thing that her father did, which is he sacrificed himself to save her yep. from yep. Adam, and mm-hmm. then. Like sort of bringing that together because the the whole thing of like he Miss Masato's father he was obsessed with, with his work that's all he did like even his mom like her her mom hated that he worked so much and like he fucking lived in Anna he lived in Anna like they must have got like thinking about it they must have got like divorced and like <laughs> fucking her dad had custody of her during the first, the second impact like like all this weird stuff but but yeah it's, it's just like it's basically like her cycle is just again like how shinji is from gendo it's just a continuation of this abuse of this trauma that they've all sort of succeeded in like knowing that like you know your parents are your first are the first reflection of yourself so like those are the during your building block times like seeing like that happen and stuff uh seeing that happen so like of course this is what she's destined to do is just abandon her child because her father was not a good father and her mother was not a good mother to her. She had to be, be on her best behavior for her mother. So like to, to bring all that back together and stuff. So it's just like, that's sort of like, I guess that's sort of Anno's realization is like, it's not just that I'm also a reflection of my parents who also fucked. Yeah. This movie's so good. It yeah. is. It is an amazing uh, film. It was, I it was, for me, one of the things that I was really impressed by, because none of the other Avon, got, no, no, not even End of or anything, has uh, fantastic pacing. They all feel always really weirdly paced. 
This movie had immaculate pacing. Yeah. I thought it was, the slow climb up to the crescendo was perfect for what Ava needed to have at its end. I don't think this movie would be anywhere near as good if I got just a bunch of sci-fi nonsense in the beginning of this instead of like the form themes and stuff where I got to build these relationships and see humanity still. If it was more like three where Shinji was just still locked away in a building or something. Dude, I was so scared it was going to be like three again when we're in Paris and there's like this huge fight. Yeah. And like, it's cool. It's visually stunning. But mm -hmm. it's like, what the fuck is going on? But then to realize that they're like rebuilding humanity, essentially, by mm -hmm. like, I don't, I don't know what their technology is. Uh, what, what is the, the ship's name? Like Gaius or something? I've, no, Gaius, uh, the... the uh, oh, Wunder. Wunder, Wunder. Yes, yeah. I, yeah. And they're like, and then they created a thing that uh, decontaminates the entire area. The, yeah. the plugs, the, the anti-L containment yeah. field. Yeah, that uh, held the uh, fourth impact back, which I was very impressed by when they cut to it yeah. of the flood happening of Ava pieces. Yeah, and that thing still fucking yeah the like, uh, the shells of humans. And I'm like, oh, it's holding. All right, that's good. Yeah. No, I was a bit worried in the beginning too, which don't get me wrong, amazing fight scene. Ripping off the Eiffel Tower to use it as a battering ram. Awesome. Um yeah. That that scene I can't believe that scene existed on YouTube for like two full years before the movie came out. Oh yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Because yeah. it was like early 2019. They're like, we're so close to finishing, so here's the opening scene. And then, because this movie was like finished, like I, I, I think, like in the middle of twenty twenty is finished. They just mm -hmm. were waiting for Corona to send it out. Well, but it didn't, yeah, they, they released it in Japan. Uh, March, March. That's right. I'm like, was it this year? Was it early? Was it yeah. late last year? Or early this it, year? Early did they get it early? Japan got it early. I thought it was a worldwide release. At the same no, time. Japan got it no, in Japan theaters. It in, in theaters. So in I'm March. so jealous. I wanted to see this in theaters yeah. so bad. Me, me too. And there's n like nothing like mm -hmm. like Amazon is always really good about like releasing their big movies in theaters, like except for this one. Yeah. Which. Yeah. I'm also like, why did we not uh get any? Yeah, I would I would have loved to have seen a one night special event for this movie. Mm -hmm. I was checking like, the Fathom events. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, so it's just Amazon's whole. Amazon is Amazon. Yeah. For me, one thing bad at dubbing. Also, that let's get in. The, did you guys watch the subbed or dubbed? I watched all of the. I watched all four and dubbed because they had to. Re, apparently, they had to redub the first three for whatever reason. You're insane. Absolutely not. Yeah, I yeah. I went sub. Same. Yeah. The minute I heard they redubbed things, I was like, I'm not watching these with a different voice cast. <laughs> the first yeah, one wasn't yeah, great. Oh, I'll send you guys. I forgot to send Christian this, but I will send you oh, guys right. a clip I recorded of Toji, who sounds like a 50 year old man in a 14 year old's body. Like it is. <laughs> and it it's this like he gets he gets he gets it sort of better towards the end of two. But like it's like still the same consistency or or I just got used to it by the end of two. But like, yeah, it's still like a 50 year old person's voice. It's so weird because. Because they, they hired him for, they probably did four first to make sure that was all good. And then they're like, oh shit, we should, we should probably redub everything else too, because these dubs are inconsistent, even though 
the other three are really good dubs. I was like, the other three have immaculate dubs. They're really like, like, oh my god, like, like they they got the same guy to do Gendo's voice as in the original, which is sort of weird. But at least Fuyutsuki sounded old. Fuyutsuki in this sounds twenty five. Like, it's (laughs) and it sounds like he record like he's recording it like how we are, like on a USB mic in his own fucking house with bad soundproofing. Like, (laughs) it sounds so bad. Like just especially his. Like, I don't know what the fuck they did with his voice, but it sounds so bad. That rules. I mean, yeah. it doesn't, but that's funny. Why yeah. does Ava have to be cursed with having to be redubbed every time it gets put onto a platform? Because Netflix know. was also like, that classic vintage dub? No, 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 no. We're redubbing everything oh, as well. Yeah. I actually like that. That's Netflix why dub. That's why I got delayed. Well, Netflix did a, re- like, Netflix did a good job because they delayed it to make it actually worth it. Mm-hmm. Whereas Amazon bought the rights like sometime in March, apparently and rushed it to be out now in August. So they, they had five months to do four movies, which that's a lot, is a lot of work. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of dubbing. Good God. Yeah. Which is why none of it sounds good. Yeah. A d- dubbing during COVID, which is even more. I mean, yeah, I'm, but like Funimation has done really good jobs with their dubs of like My Hero and uh, Attack on Titan. That's because they delay their stuff if they need the extra time, which is awesome. Yeah. No delay, and they they use the same five voice actors for everything. So yeah. they just have them all for, pound out everything. Except for Sasha, who had a scheduling conflict. Oh, yeah. Mm. But what I else actually, I, I don't want to I don't want to spoil that. It's no, different. Uh, what do I want to touch on? Oh, with yeah. this was. Where was I going with this? Ah, how do you guys feel about the animation of the 3.0 movies? Because I know some people, the weirder bits of when the animation gets kind of crazy, like impacts, whenever mm. the impacts happen, uh, some people are like, it looks gorgeous, and some people are like, this is hideous. I was curious, what do you guys think of the animation for the rebuild movies? I'll start with you, Christian. Are we thinking, like, specifically, like... I'm talking the CGI. Giant Ray and stuff? I'm just talking the CGI of it all. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's weird, because... The robots are all CG. Even the Ava's all CG. Yeah. Yeah. When I first saw it, it it is jarring at first, uh, because it's it's noticeable, right? Like, especially Mm -hmm. when I'm... Even just watching it on my TV, I I can tell that the animation style has changed. But it, it doesn't feel out of place, especially because I know it's Evangelion. Like, there is always stuff that's going to be a little jarring. So I actually kind of like the intended effect that happens with it, especially with, like, big-ass Ray, who just looks uncanny as fuck. I actually, I like feeling uncomfortable in those scenes, so it ended up working for me. Big-ass Ray in the final one is an uncomfortable image to look at. The I'm eye. just like... Unity oh, head Ray. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is, uh, this is clearly some reused assets. I don't know f- where from, but <laughs> yeah, like where, shit. where, where did this, where did this cursed ray come from? <laughs> I I took a photo of that and have been sending it to my friends, and they're just like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? It's like, what the fuck is wrong with Ano? <laughs> but uh, what yeah, about like, you, Kay? What I, do you I, think I, of the animation? It's like to to compare it to a more recent one that was using CG animation, like Attack on Titan, where. 
Mm. Like half of the stuff that they use CG for didn't need to, but only because they needed to cut corners. So it looked weird. Like this one looks like they actually took their time. Like, and mm. you're never going to like make it look exceptionally well when you're, when you part of your movie is in 2d and the other part is 3d animation. Like it's mm. unfortunately those two don't clash well together, but that being said, they, I think they took time and care to make it really good. And like, unfortunately, like most of the fight scenes would not work out the way they did in this one if they didn't do it. So I, I think it's, you know, it's, it's really, it was really blended well enough in this and to get a good vision. I definitely have to agree with that, that I'm glad it's not all like that because it'd be, I, I don't want to see a human's face ever in that animation style. But for giant robot fighting, it lets them move so fucking fluid. They they move fantastically, especially um. I believe it is the beginning of three point where it is. Or it's the beginning of three point plus three point three three, um, where it's Murray and the. Ava that has been completely destroyed and now it's like using like a rotation system for its yeah. forms. Is that the oh, opening yeah, that... of this movie or the 3.33? No, that's the opening of this one. The that's okay. the Paris scene. That's the Paris fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm like yeah, because her the... her Ava got fucked up. Mm-hmm. The fluidity of the ability of them to like move and everything. I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, also the, like the, the, the end strings. The yeah, the weird strings. The end of uh. <laughs> 3.33 when uh, Asuka and, and Mari are like falling into like the near third impact like that giant yes. hole I think looks really cool because they attach like a camera like a to mm-hmm. like uh, uh, the side of the Ava as it's falling mm-hmm. and so you're getting to see like a perspective of like the Ava's body shooting at like out into like yes. the thousands of remember those like angels or whatever like yeah the man the uh, the man made Ava's right? yeah there you go yeah. thank you like that yeah. looked really cool I love that that was like from a long time ago, but still. Oh yeah. yeah. Again, I think half of the beauty of Evangelion is the journey to the end. It is Absolutely. the it's yeah. Everything concludes with this movie, not just of the rebuilds, but of the original works to the end of. Everything is referenced. Everything is pulled in together. And I think one yeah. of the things we need to, we should talk about this movie is how this movie beautifully combines little elements of each one of those that made those amazing to make the full story. It holds still some of the anger he had during making of End of Ava, and it strives to have a better uh, message and ending than the original Ava, which was just buck up kid if things will get better occasionally <laughs> yeah yeah because that's really what i get from, like the end of uh the original end of evangelion which is this tough tough through it things will okay always get better where this one shows yeah. that you have to strive to be better you can't just let the world around you move without you. You have to be a moving cog and a and a part of it. You can't just hide with your headphones on, hoping for the noise to go away. Yeah, and... I kind of like the the message too that you know 
you it's okay to lean on others for help like you're not alone mm -hmm. i i think in in 3.0 plus 1.0 really tries to hammer that in especially i think with with ray too, like reclaiming a sense of humanity in that village mm -hmm. like it's others who are helping her become a better person as well and it's others literally forcing shinji to be like dude like we're here to help you and i think that message yeah. comes across very clear i, I like it i also have to agree with that i think this the use of non-main characters in this uh one alone that the the minor characters which were his friends in high school his friends in middle school uh being now having using them to show one the strength of humans as a uh, working together and that things are easier when you work as a group yeah. The reason that village is able to survive is because it works as a group to help each other. Yeah. And it took Shinji a lot longer than Ray to learn that one. Yeah, and also like the village showing that like not everything not like not everything about the nearly third impact was a bad thing. Like uh -huh. like mm. he, even though we all knew this was gonna happen eventually, like the class rep and Toji getting together and having a beautiful family. Like that was that was uh, a, I like like I, I want to say rushed, but what like they came together faster because of the nearly third impact and them having to work together and everybody having to get through this together over the next mm -hmm. fourteen years. He said that uh, yeah, we had we had to do things we didn't like and all this, and we had to grow up quick, but together we all became stronger. Yeah, which. I again, it just shows that he Ano himself grew as a person mm -hmm. and all that to be. Oh, able yeah, that's that, that's like the biggest lesson I think of the end of this ending is like that there's like he's changed a lot since mm -hmm. the end of the first one and the end of Evangelion. Like, like even like there's there's more like he learned in between the other two, where it's like the ending, like to me, was just like he needed to learn to love himself first. Mm -hmm. And then right. the second one is like, is like, he's, he's going to learn, like he has to relearn these lessons over again, but it is actually okay that he is here, like that mm -hmm. he exists. And then of course this one is just like, no, you have to like AT fields. There's a use for, you know, being terror, terror, uh, being afraid and putting up walls, mm -hmm. but also sometimes you just have to let people inside those walls and like, you have to let other people be together, which, you know, is sort of the ending with Mari is like mm -hmm. also that. Yeah. And also like, apparently I think he found like a, a successful, like, cause I, I'm just convinced that like he had like this, like the end of Evangelion, he ended like a horrible, he just got out of a horrible toxic relationship. And in this one, like from stories I've heard, he's found like a very, like his, his wife is just like, he absolutely loves his wife. And like, it was, he threw her like in parts of this movie too animated her and their yeah, cat so she is in this movie yeah so mm -hmm. like like sort of like that happening too mm -hmm. sort of i think feel the end no, like he found somebody uh, end of ava as a i can see it as a you have just left a terrible relationship this uh because that's just how it feels the way that movie feels is how ending a shitty relationship feels yeah, especially yeah. that 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 kitchen scene where he flips over the table and chokes Asuka. 
yeah. I was like, I've been there before. <laughs> like yeah. we all have. Yeah, no, it's a, a rough one. But for this one to yeah. it that's one of the other things or the beauty. It's not just the evolution of these characters throughout multiple different forms of media uh leading up to this. It's the evolution of a man's art. Uh yeah. So he can finally say I've concluded this because he, I, I, unless someone else takes the reels over this, I don't think we will ever see another piece of Avon Galleon media made by Anno yeah. again. No, I we not. won't. I, I, I think we will see in like five to six years. There's no doubt we'll see something uh, Ava related, but anything ever happening about Anno. Uh, d- he he does he retain the soul rights to everything? I don't believe he does. Well, actually, he may actually have because when Gainax went under, he may have bought in himself the oh, rights for the cheap. Okay. It wouldn't surprise me if he owns Probably, those rights. Yeah, yeah, because because if if he if he if anyone else owns any rights to anything else besides him, there then you bet your ass somebody's gonna try and capitalize on that. But if he is the sole owner, then then probably not. Yeah, because it's just one of those things where I I don't see him ever touching this again or anyone. No. Because other than you could do the you could remake the 26 in different animation, but that's about it. You could update the animation for it, but even then I don't see a need to. The animation from the original Avangelion is some of my favorite of all time. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. No, it's the best looking '90s anime. Yeah, yeah. The the late '90s, early 2000s anime before everything went digital, just so oh, good. It's something the, the that Trigun, Bebop, all those mm-hmm. that that space noir aesthetic. Oh, that, there you go. You just answered the question. Yeah. Netflix will do a live action adaptation of Neon Genesis Evangelion. <laughs> there you go. That's what they'll do. All right. Uh, they, probably, they probably will. I mean. <laughs> Now that we've entered that terrible headspace, um, Christian, cast the main three for me in your Netflix live adaptation. Caitlin Dever as Asuka. Okay. Uh, I don't know enough kid actors. Alex <laughs> Wolf as Shinji. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who Ray would be. All right. <laughs> Kale, do you have somebody who could play Ray? <laughs> That's a hard one. <laughs> Millie Bobby Brand. Uh... <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it kind of works though. It does. It does actually work, and I'm sad. I mean, no, no joke. If I were to make a live-action Avon Gellion series, uh, all the pilots would be 18, <laughs> just to avoid a lot of headaches. Yeah. Just to include the hospital scene. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, if you were to include the hospital scene, making everybody eighteen would remove ninety percent of why that's horrible. Yeah. The it's other ten percent is still equally as horrible. Yeah, it's it's still <laughs> equal. I guess more like forty percent. <laughs> yeah. Because there's actually a lot of more horrible things going on than them being like, underage. Nothing about the hospital scene is good. Yeah. I mean it's more more like removing the age restriction is us 
the viewers relieves relieves some a little uncomfortableness. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Like I've I've watched I watched I've watched the end like at least twenty times. I've seen that scene like three times, and the last time that I watched it, I actually watched it. And I was like, "Fuck, I forgot about the scene." <laughs> the movie begins and like, like, "Oh, damn it, we're in this room." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh, that's weird." Like, I completely put it, even though I had been like, <laughs> like I I referenced that like at least like once a week, like in just rewatching it. And I was like, "Oh, this is weird. He's in the hospital." Like, oh, that's where that scene comes from. Fuck. <laughs> I did not just come up with that scene. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right and with that i just want to get to our closing thoughts on this christian do you have any final thoughts on evangelion i i think we did a pretty good job of of summing it up like together about what this message mm-hmm. clearly is trying to say so I'll, I'll leave it with just i i left this movie being so surprised and and honestly being kind of like life affirming like life is, can can be beautiful we can find uh peace with um ourselves and with like the relationships we make with each other so i i left even going 3.0 one point plus 1.0 being actually really happy in it and it until yesterday was my number one movie of 2021 i absolutely loved it what 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 beat it i'm curious now I watched Nine Days last night, and it was really fucking good. Is it really good? Nice. I keep hearing yeah. good things about it. Yeah. Uh, Kale, what about you? Um, well, I'm, I am far from done talking about uh, Evangelion, so these are not my final thoughts uh, in the slightest. Um, but yeah, to wrap everything up, like, uh, I, well, before we wrap everything up, like, I am really disappointed that that. Uh, they show a bunch of scenes with Kaji and like unit six decapitating uh, Lilith. And like, none of that was I- anywhere else. And they just throw it in randomly. Cause they're like, Oh yeah, we need to explain some gaps in between this. So I would <laughs> yeah. very much like to see something like that, please. Uh, that explains that more. Cause otherwise I'm just going to have to make up head cannon. Um, but yeah, like it's like, I mean, if you, if if you've joined us and haven't watched it, you should watch it. But, like we spoiled the shit out of it, but still go watch it and experience it for yourself. I mean, uh, like, you don't understand a word we've said. Yeah. But like it, it, like Ava is one of these most beautiful series and like it begs to be talked about over and over again. And like, and it begs to be watched over and over again because it is a continuing cycle. A um, curse. Yeah, it is a curse. And like, I've watched the end like at least five times in the past week. So like, I, I just like it's one of my it's one of my absolute favorite series and I just enjoy talking about it to no end and just breaking down everything. So I would I would it's just go watch it and like just even what we talked about in this podcast barely scratches the surface of everything, even in the even in three point oh plus one point oh. Like yeah. I there's no way to close this down into one hour, Ava. There will <laughs> I I would definitely say this now. There would be uh more than plenty of opportunities, Kel, if you ever want to come back on to just sit down oh, yeah. and really dig into Evangelion. Yeah. There are two uh, spears of Longinus? <laughs> no, one of them is Cassius, the Spear of Hope. Uh, <laughs> you fucking idiot. Um, yeah, and also, like, I, like I'm going to, like, eventually, someday, I'm going to start, like, doing a whole breakdown series of everything. And, like, like mm-hmm. yeah, like, if anybody I... ever wants to hit me up to help break down that, like, just 
yeah, just message me on Twitter or my emails in my Twitter bio. So just send me an email. And uh, I guess my final thoughts is just I am happy I was able to go on this journey and experience all the emotions that I felt throughout the entirety of Evangelion. Uh, it is truly my favorite anime of all time. I'm, I've seen hundreds upon hundreds of anime. But this one is the one that sticks with me. I think about it. It is my absolute favorite. Uh, literally, I, I have these shelves behind me full of anime figures. The entire top shelf is nothing but Evangelion figures from the Avas nice. to Asuka statues. All that. Is that a Funko Pop? Yeah, that's Unit 1. Yeah. It's a Girl, Unit 1 dope. bloody Funko Pop. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I gotta like, buy this shit. But like, that doesn't it's look the only like Funko, Funko Pop I've yeah, it's the fu- only Funko Pop I've ever pre-ordered. Is this one? And then we're just that leaves us with now a small segment I like to do when I, uh, when I finish up with one of these, and that is my manga corner. Where I recommend a manga because not enough people read manga, and my manga I'm recommending this week, uh, to go along with the, uh, the vibes of Evangelion. It's going to be Kaiju Number Eight which is a manga from Shonen Jump, which is about the guys who have to go clean up after a massive kaiju robot fight and what they have oh, to deal wow. with. And uh, let's just say some crazy stuff happens and there's a lot more monster fighting and giant robots in that one. And with that, we get to plugs. Christian, you plug in anything today? Yeah, you can follow me at ISO Christian for all my video game discourse usually goes there and other random tweets. But you can also follow my movie takes over at my movie podcast Twitter at Large Popcorn. We just did uh, today. We released a, a Toy Story episode with none other than uh, Cameron Hawkins, a.k.a. at Cam Final Mix. Oh, nice. Well, we talked about Spider-Man for, uh, for 20 minutes uh, and, and we theorized about uh, No Way Home. This is we recorded ahead of the, the trailer dropping. So okay. it's a fun episode. Yeah. Yeah. Don't have to get. Well, that and away. who's coming up next week? <laughs> oh, that's right, Kale. You're on next week's episode with. Uh, well, I'll just say with Jennifer's body is a great is a great discussion. Body. Jennifer's yeah. body. Yeah. Who we'll get into the week. Halloween yeah. season a little early mm. this year? What mm-hmm. a take. Also, there, there's also uh, there's also uh, some Ava discourse. Which, if you watch that's this. <laughs> This is like you you have to listen to them in canological order now because my opinion has since changed since that <laughs> podcast. <laughs> All right. Uh well, you got anything to plug, Gail? Yeah, uh I stream a lot at a uh, uh, slash Kale Rider. Um at Kale Del Rider on all socials. Um and yeah, if if anybody wants if anybody else wants to talk about Ava with me. Hit me up because I'm always down to clown with Ava. Oh, what what are you gonna be streaming this week? This week, uh, tonight, yeah. and for the rest of the week is Psychonauts one and two. Ooh, great games, great games. Yeah. Can I just say if you if you don't follow on K, uh, Kale on Twitter, you should because his stream schedule for the week is just uh is fucking Adam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just Adam <laughs> fucking stab for the chat. That's yeah, right. that was awesome. Yeah, one of my it's one of my five uh, backgrounds on my computer too. I love that image so much, even it's though the mask is wrong. <laughs> I, I, classic mask is always be the best mask. Yeah, it's <laughs> the best mask. 
but uh, with that, it gets to me. I will uh, be plugging my Twitter, Ryan the Line three zero five five. You can find me there for mostly anime hot takes and whatever else I'm up to on this wild, wild internet. And with that, we close another episode of Anime Nation. Thanks for watching.